Hello everybody. Uh, you know what? Sometimes you got to take advantage of a situation, uh, fortuitous as it is. Look we've got here. We've got Todd Shumlick from Performax Training. BC guy, Pemberton, now Squamish. You're down here. We're in Encinitas, California. We just went for an awesome bicycle ride. Yep. Uh, for starters, Todd, thanks for sitting here and chatting with us. Thanks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Post beer. Post beer. Well, we went for a little ride. Pizza. And of course, right, you're on a gravel bike, so you have to stop for a beer when you're on a gravel bike. Yeah. It comes with the territory. I'll but I wanted to. Excuse. But yeah, we're down here. We bumped into each other at the uh, the Fox event at uh, the Supercross in Anaheim. I uh, decided to go for a cycle ride together. I had my issues, but we'll, we'll tell that story later. But uh, I just wanted to let everybody know this is a guy who's been around our sport in Canada for a long time. He's branched out doing some pretty amazing things these days uh, in a different sport, mountain biking. But um, Todd, let's just back it up, man, for some of those who maybe don't know you. Todd Shumlick, Performax Training. Uh, so that was my Nardward impression. He says the guy's name all the time. Anyway, um, how did you get involved in, uh, I mean, did you used to race? How did you get into the training side of it? Uh, tell, give us your origin story. Well, it's it's weird because somebody asked me this just recently from Canada about Performax. So people assume the MX portion. It's not really, it had, it's nothing to do with MX. It was actually here up just north of here in, in Santa Monica College. I went to school um, and UCLA and a professor used to call me Mr. Performax because they used to always compare if you can do Performax, you should be able to perform. Why? Seriously, that's, see, I love these. I love the name origin stories. Those are something. Yeah, that's, that's where it all came from. Okay. So I, somebody thought it was an MX, and I said, okay. no, it's before the MX thing because I was doing reciprocating training, and I was wondering if the leg could push certain, it could pull certain amount, blah blah blah. I won't bore you. And so <laughs> too late. I used to ask this, and then so we used to do that. So he kind of coined the name for me, and I was like, I'm going to use that. So <laughs> we started, and then we were here, and I'll, I'll never forget this. This is one of my cool part stories. I used to live across the street. I was going to Santa Monica College, and I was in Mar Vista, and we was just down the road from the LA Supercross inside the old Coliseum. Sure. And I remember somebody saying, "Hey, do you want to go to? You want to go to Supercross? Yeah, you oh, want to yeah. go up there?" And I said, "What's Supercross? I had no idea what it was all about." What year are we talking? Uh, eighty-eight. Okay. Okay. Eighty-eight, eighty-eight, because I'm yeah, I was I was twenty-one when I entered, so twenty-one, so I was eighty-eight, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm not interested at all." It literally, was like a block away from me, and I never went to Supercross, and um, and then uh, yeah, lo and behold, I was in. Went, you know, went back to Canada and went back to work and got working with some NHL players and some hockey players and decided to buy a bike at 30 years of age, a motocross bike. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to try this out. Went to a motocross race, first race, and JC Sites. And Where were you living? Where were you living? I was living in Canmore, Alberta. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, gotcha. And I went to a Golden, and I was like, I'm going to try this motocross thing out. Probably pretty good from the beginning. I was a BMXer. <laughs> I was a novice class, got so sucked. <laughs> I got dead last. And uh, I was in the pits walking around, and uh, ran into JC Sites, and his brother was a referee in NHL, kind of recognized me, thought we came in the same circle somewhere. Okay. And I was working with some top NHL players as a kinesiology trainer guy and they were like yeah I introduced you to this guy called uh, Jason Fernand and he was there <laughs> nice. killing it at you know at, at the race and I was like holy shit this guy's so fast right. and I couldn't believe it and uh, I remember talking to Jason Jason's like Dude, you don't want to train me. He's like, he's like, seriously, I like party. It's like, he's like, I. I party. Are you saying this story is this good that your first guy was Fernet? No. Oh. And Fernet's like, well, oh, he said no. I, he said no. He was like, he was like, I have a, I just, I'm, I'm known for like all these pretty classic like stories and like, <laughs> you, you know, this has got to be rated. So I was like, oh, all right, all right. But he's like, you, you should connect with this guy named uh, Blair Morgan. He's, um, he's pretty, pretty, pretty amazing. And I was like, oh, who's this guy? And he's like, he does a lot of sports. He does, or, or he does multiple sports. He does. Um, or specifically snowcross and motocross. And he's like, you're probably kind of guy that could really benefit from this kind of stuff. And 
Um, and he's like, so you should meet him. So fast forward, you know, uh, Brent Shuri, who I told you my right. BMX stories with, when I used yeah. to travel in the vans with him up to, down to California. He, he was my contact for him, and he's like, yeah, I'll put you in contact with him. And um, sure enough, we we both, I had spent some time as a kid in Saskatchewan, so he was like, yeah, let's meet. And we got to know, you know, got connected to Blair and had a uh, went to a snowcross race and we just we hit it off and talked about training and he's like yeah let's, let's try this out so uh, we tried it out and it kind of worked out for him and he just fast tracked me through the industry and kind nice. of um, 98 okay. 1998 he's like yeah he's like yeah you should and Blair was like I'll always give Blair props because he was going on to this new team the Blackfoot team he was already right. on the two-wheel team with Doug DeHaan, and he introduced me to Doug. And I remember him saying, I'm going to this new big team, it's gonna be this big program, and it's this dealership Blackfoot. He's like, there's this guy named uh, Jason JSR. He's like, and, uh, and Doug, you know my old teammate, we're all gonna be on this team. And, and Blair was like, this was really admirable. He Blair said, I'll never forget, he always thought about me, and he was like, he's like, hey, I don't think you can make a living from just working with me. Um, and he's like, you should work with the other guys on the team too. And I was like, hey, these are your competition, right? I heard that Jake Sarr and you might be battling. I just don't work as hard with them. Yeah, it, no, he was cool. He's like, <laughs> he's like, no, I don't want to, I never win on, I never want to win because I was more fit or better bike or whatever. I just want to win on my own merits. And uh, true story. And he just was like, yeah, I'll introduce you to the guys. So he introduced me to him and, you know, just through there, it just, it started with Blair and, you know, Blair, and then it went, you know, JSR and um, Doug DeHaan and Katie, or, uh, uh, who was who was up next? Uh, probably from that or order would be uh, uh, Heidi Cook. Heidi, okay. Heidi Cook, and then all of a sudden it was, uh, started just, you know, quite a few of the guys in the industry, you know, um, I, I don't want to name drop them all, but it was quite a few of the competitors. Well, when I met you, it was, I don't know, was it 2012 maybe or something? You were living in Pemberton at the time. Yep. We were cruising around, and we, we actually went riding over at Pemberton, came back here with Sean Moffenbauer, cooked us all dinner. Remember that? There's a silly video out there somewhere. I, I think it's up on our, uh, our Did YouTube channel. Did we have food poisoning after that one? Uh, maybe something was, but yeah, it was quinoa. I think it was my introduction to quinoa or something like that. I said, that's how you say it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Quinoa. <laughs> yeah, but no, so they have Moffenbauer and stuff. So are you still, uh, I mean, we'll get to what you're doing now because it's a pretty cool story too, but are you still training any motocross guys in Canada? Well, Tanner Ward. Tanner Ward? You know, after, I, I always kind of like, I was like, man, like I told you today, it's, I've always had this, you know, soft spot. It's where I started for me for the action sports was Blair. And, you know, I see how Canadian motocross scene was was good for me, right? Put me on the map and it gave me a chance to get my feet wet. So I've always had that. So as it kind of went from, you know, working with Sean Moffenbauer for all those years. In fact, I kind of helped him the last couple of years too, a little bit on the side. And um, and, and it's been awesome. Um, and Colton, obviously, Fasciati and continuing. When Colton kind of retired, he's like, you know, he's like this Tanner guy, he's like, you, you should connect with this guy, and, and we did. And did you didn't know Tanner at the time, or did well, you? not really. I went to oh, okay, cool. I went to actually Colton's graduation. Uh, went to his retirement and uh, met Tanner there, and I was just like, well, it's passing of the you know almost like torture a little bit for Colton. He was like, you should, you should. I think you guys will get along, and so it's been it's been awesome. I'm helping oh, Tanner right now. So yeah, and then some of the off road guys, um, Helen Lafontaine in the Work series. And we've got a few off-road guys from KTM and Husqvarna. In our you raced moto up here, Talon LaFontaine. You came up and raced moto. Yes, yeah, exactly. And so some of those guys, and I, I don't know. I, our guy Jared Stalker, you know, help with. Yep, Jared. Yeah, yeah. Jared in the off-road world, and then 
like I say, I'm going to go talk with some uh, KTM about some of their top Enduro guys right now. So we're t talking to them as well for maybe the future. And um, yeah, I, I, I don't want to, it's like some part of me is like having struggled to, you know, forget about Canadian. Okay, so okay, so that's uh, the Moto side, that's the origin story and stuff. Now though, you're doing some pretty cool stuff. I mean, you're traveling the world in a different sport, kind of related. I mean, most of us go from Moto to this sport. We're talking about downhill mountain biking stuff. You're uh, obviously very involved. Uh, tell us, tell everybody what you're doing now. I mean, by the way, we just had pizza and a beer at this place. He's wearing the free hat. Yeah. That's hilarious. They give me a hat. <laughs> How could they not wear the hat? Um, That's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, what's Best. up now? Um, well, yeah, just like I say, it just kind of, um, you know, it's, it wasn't like, it, it, it was a pretty cool opportunity for me. Um, I was working with Red Bull, obviously, for the moto side of things um, with Colton, and they introduced me to a mountain bike guy named Stevie Smith um, <laughs> a bunch of years ago, and it was kind of a cool connection there because it connects KTM as well because I got Stevie into KTM bikes due to this, and so um, they were hoping I could hit it off. Stevie had not had good uh, connection with the past guy they had worked with, and they thought, you know, this is so this has a relationship to motocross because they knew I came from the motocross side, and the, before they had kind of a trainer was came from more the uh, cycling side, and they thought, you know, it's not really working for Stevie, and they, they thought, so I, I sat with them, I said, I don't know a lot about, I know a decent amount about cycling, I came from BMX, um, there's more to learn, uh, this downhill thing's sort of new to me, but I think I can bring over from what worked for me in motocross, and I think that applies to the downhill world, mm -hmm. and it seemed to work because, you know, I remember Red Bull asked me, they're like, do you think you can do it? And I was like, it was like 26th in the world, which in mountain bike side of things, a little different than moto, that would place to you like 10th in motocross, right, so to yeah, speak. Yeah. You know, a different sort of scale, but, um, and, and sure enough, I said, I just guessed, I said, like, five years he could be world champ, and um, five years later, he was <laughs> world cup champion. Nice. So it worked out for us, you know, it worked out for me, I guess, again, it puts proof in what you're doing, and um, and then just sort of opened doors with a lot of other athletes, and somewhere along the way, you know, in the last few years with us with motocross, um, a lot of people don't know the story, but KTM, Andy White, came to me and said, hey, you know, you're out there training a lot of these moto guys, um, what do you think, what, what if I give you some motorcycles and you start a little development program for us? I like kind of your attitude and the way you approach the athletes. We usually do this with dealerships, but we thought we'd try something different. So they kind of fronted me some bikes, a little bit oh, of budget, cool. and McGlynn and I started, and started at McGlynn, and we had a pretty good year. Beat some of the factory guys, okay. and so then it all of a sudden trickled real quickly into Yamaha and Muffinbach, and then that program sort of started Kyle to snowball. Kyle McGlynn was a character back in the yeah. day. He was a good, good, good it was kid. it was cool. Yeah. But the mountain bike world, while well, I was starting to train some mountain bike athletes, they caught wind of this, and somebody okay. asked me. They said, "Hey, what's this motocross team thing you got going on?" I said, "Well, this is how it happened." And they said, "Well, what if we did the same thing? What if we give you some bicycles and some budget, and you start a little development program?" Okay. So I did the same thing. I started a little race team on the side. So you know, wearing two hats, one being the trainer guy, Performex training, and you know, that being my bread and butter and what I do. Right. And I was like, well, this little race team thing on the side is kind of fun, and I think I can apply some of the things I learned. And we had a kind of a privateer team, mountain bike team, and it 
really did well. We won the Canadian Championships and did a bunch of things. And then I, I thought it wasn't my way out because it was quite <laughs> overwhelming. And then we just kind of got stepped up and Norco Bicycles came to me and they asked me if I would want to have a World Cup team or a, wow. a, and they said, oh, you know, we don't want to be owners of it. We want somebody and we, we've been following you. We've watched your, you know, call it success or whatever. And they said, we'll, we'll provide you with it. So we did four years with Norco Bicycles and I was the team owner and manager. And it's since then moved on to and you know intense cycles and intense. Obviously, and, a very close relationship to Moto Moto again with the yeah, intense bikes and, and and with the relationship there. And of course, Aaron Gwynn, who is a team owner, principal, and we're involved with him. And um, he, I've been training him for ten years. This is our tenth year together. So he just said, "Hey, listen, um, what are you doing? What are you doing after Narco?" And I was like, "Oh, I don't know. I was going to just stick with the training part, but it keeps pulling <laughs> me back in." And so here we are. We're we're four going on our fifth year this year for World Cup so that's what gets me around the world is that I'm kind of doing both things I'm still team manager and then I'm still doing Performex and it allows me to so you know um, be out there assisting my athletes and so the downhill world downhill mountain biking and the enduro side of things um, I don't you know dabble in uh, obviously in the road cycling stuff or right. gravel or I did today <laughs> or, uh, or, or um, um, XC racing um, you know albeit I work with Catherine Pendrel one year that, that was a good learning lesson too but um, yeah that's kind of fast tracking where we are now and you know the two jobs that I guess I have in the industry and I find them really great because they complement each other as a team manager I'm watching what the what's kind of required of the athletes for that sponsorship level and for that performance level and then can understand it even better from the, I think the trainer side of things so yeah nice so yeah traveling the world like you say I know you obviously the downhill mountain goes all over the world pretty cool to do that so we, and now speaking of traveling the world we're down here in Encinitas California you're about to head down to Mexico down the Baja you're doing some uh, gravel bike here to my left not in the shop Baja 1000 down doing the Baja 1000 on the bike no yeah it's, like as you say it's I hope I can whatever 30, oh that's right you're doing your 30, 30 days 30 and days. I'm gonna try and you know 33 days see if I, I guess I have to what about 33 miles a day yeah that's a lot of math yeah 33.3 yeah. I guess yeah, 33 I'll probably round it off later yeah <laughs> I'll call it but yeah no, I'm gonna get down to Baja. We just we just got here last week. Came down, wanted to catch a Supercross. Went with some friends. The Supercross, catch up with some old friends. Catch up with you. <laughs> catch up with um, yeah, a lot of people. It was great. It was awesome. I seen some people I saw 20 years ago in the industry and watched a great Supercross. And then did some stuff that I need to do in intense cycles in Temecula. Um, and then you know I get a chance now because we've got Ryan Dungey on board with intense cycles. Right. So he's on board and he's you know we. We have a chance to chat about it and, and things are going on in the industry. So it's kind of cool because Intense is so involved with still the moto side because we've got KTM people over there. Right, right. Besides Dungey. Yeah. It's, um, it, it keeps me still. And now I'm involved with KTM again. They're floating me some bikes for, for we got a story coming up on um, uh, how to use moto uh bikes, uh, whether it's off-road or motocross, for MTB training. So I guess it's starting to come full circle a lot. And, uh, well, it's all related. We all go, like I say, we all go from moto to bicycle racing, where there's mountain bike, cycling, road, gravel, everything, right? We come, uh, we're, yeah, two wheels, two wheels gets in your butt, and everyone's 
never leaves. But uh, all right, man. So uh, what's are we going to see you at a Canadian motocross race anytime soon? Absolutely. I mean, I just talked to Tanner about that this morning, and um, you know, depending on, it's always yeah, it's a moving target, right, with the Canadian series. And I told you, I got like, such such a soft spot. I want to see this series, and I'm gonna you and I are gonna chat about some sponsorship for some athletes. So I'd like to show up something. That's something I'm gonna chat to you about. I'd love to come to some places and maybe just even like be able to say that some of the younger athletes like you know um, who would like to uh, you know who would like some support and, and go to these events and see who, who deserves it I guess you could say and uh, invest in this sport again I, I, I think there's opportunity for it too so you'll see me for sure um, you'll help me pick one of the races that's for sure yeah I will okay. and some of the races so remember be nice to me because uh, you know get up with Todd Shumlick here Formex training right you never know what you're gonna get right yeah. well hey <laughs> thank you very much for the ride today thanks for being patient with me over at the bike shop today I, oh, real quick I left my I got here didn't have my cycling shoes turns out I left them at a Starbucks parking lot in Newport I phoned the Starbucks the guy looks up he goes hang on this is like three four days ago he looks at the window and goes yeah they're still there <laughs> so, anyway I gotta drive out to Newport to get my cycling shoes no, well, but see kids no excuses flat pedals reflectors still and running shoes and you still kicked my ass <laughs> we still did it we did it all right buddy well, hey good to see you thanks for that good luck with everything cool to hear you doing great and we will see you at a race real soon yeah thanks and see some of you out there so all right